0: I can't God, no no jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Ginger Banks, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good.
0: Yeah, we were just talking about uh, how you would feel hypothetically if you found out that your dad had a bunch of private snaps. That he was I, paying for
1: as long as it's not my private snap i don't give a fuck please right. Which I masturbate think is fair. pay to porn pay for your porn not mine
0: please. right <laughs> the dad thing actually always comes up maybe we should just tackle that out the gate like do what's your relationship with your father
1: uh not the best <laughs>
0: because of your job or just in I general i mean it
1: definitely did not improve when he found out about my job because my sister is also a cam model so it's kind of like a one-two punch uh funny enough uh it was on father's day father's that he day
0: found tomorrow. out
1: Yeah. Like I don't see him that much. So it was either tell him on father's day or wait until Christmas.
0: Whoa. Cause how long have you been doing it?
1: Nine years now.
0: Not you've been doing it for nine years, but he just found out about it.
1: I think he was, it was kind of one of those things where you just don't want to ask the question. Like how the fuck is my daughter living in the nicest apartment? And,
0: but did he say something? Like, did he like see something? Like, how do you know that he knows?
1: I told him. I said, oh, you know, okay. I'm a cam model and my sister does it too. And he his initial response was that he convinced himself my boyfriend was forcing me to do it.
0: Oh my God. Like, there's like, no yeah, <laughs> there's no way my baby girl, yeah. There's no way my baby
1: girl could do this on her own. Uh-huh.
0: And then where'd the conversation go from there? Did you just kind of so, let him be mad or did you try to explain to him no, like I'm a sex worker, dad? It's okay. Like, it seemed
1: is. like it went pretty well. Like I was being honest with him and stuff, and then the next day he texts me and was like hey, we think that your boyfriend is forcing you. Are you okay? Like, this is definitely not something. I know you're trying to glamorize it. Because I was traveling all over the country. I had just made, like, five figures that month. So it was kind of like...
0: You're feeling good. You're like, fuck it, I'm going to tell my dad. Yeah, I was, like, proud of
1: myself, you know? And so it it did not go as well. And that that was, like, uh, my brother and sister stopped talking to me when Uh he found out. And I haven't talked to them in four years. Wow. I actually just sent my brother a text message, like, yesterday saying, yo... We're gonna run into each other. I know we live in the same city, and, and that's he gonna didn't be respond fucking yet? awkward. No, you didn't. It sucks, but I'm just gonna. I'll keep reaching out every now and then. You know, I'm just gonna focus on myself. He'll. I'm sure he hears my name every now and then out there. Hopefully, it's not in the porn world. It's more like interviews and stuff. Because I know it's gotta be weird. I know it's. Are they like religious
0: or conservative or um, any particular reason that they would be so offended by this?
1: I don't think that it was like the healthiest most open sexual environment you know like i think right. most people are kind of raised like that yeah and so
0: where you feel guilty because you get boners
1: yeah exactly Something and it's like wrong with like the one thing we're all we all have in common right we all came from a, vagina. a boner yeah and a, a boner and a vagina got together and made you
0: merging together beautiful synergy <laughs> yeah do you remember when you were conceived
1: uh <laughs> let me meditate on that probably the best
0: question i've ever asked and i don't know where it came from but
1: <laughs> deep down into <laughs> that was, a, that was a biological okay but question. have
0: you have you throughout your life ascertained any information about how you were conceived Did your parents tell you that it happened at like a movie theater or anything
1: no they oh, okay. were like married together it was super traditional and vanilla I'm okay sure. nice probably missionary where'd you grow up Uh, Cottonwood, Arizona. It's like near Sedona, Arizona. I don't know if you know of that place. I don't. Sedona's really beautiful. It's like the Grand Canyon, but like up.
0: So instead of like
1: a giant hole, it's like a bunch of really giant, cool looking red mountain ranges. Oh, okay. So, you know, if you're into psychedelics. Right. Go check it out.
0: I will. I will go there and I'll take the ayahuasca that I have in my pocket right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually microdosing kush today. House weed pre-roll. (laughs) hmm <laughs> this is how you guys are smoking
1: can you microdose that
0: nah i'm big dosing it in fact
1: yeah no we smoked some thca crystals before i came here
0: did you what are those like exactly
1: it's just i've been smoking out of the puffco thingy so like it seems like that leaves the least amount of residue oh, when okay. i'm done so it seems the cleanest i'm a know?
0: blunt smoker
1: i'll, I'll smoke whatever whatever's put in front of me Oh, okay as long as it's weed
0: have you always been like that
1: no, I started when you're I was 19, so it's infant? been about, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> right out of the <laughs> Imagine you're just Mom. born
0: and your parents just pass you the blood like from Roll day one. You just How long have you been smoking? Just forever.
1: Pass the judgey to the baby.
0: <laughs> one time. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were 19, though, you got turned out on Kush?
1: Yeah, I started going to Arizona State mm. and, you know, gateway drug. No, just weed. Like, it's mostly weed
0: light beer and kush
1: yeah exactly the fucking coors light you kush. have
0: pretty traditional uh high school experience or what, what was that all like for you
1: uh yeah i was a cheerleader Ooh. so you know cheerleading football i was in drama also so i guess i was kind of weird <laughs>
0: you were just <laughs> but, doing it all
1: yeah i mean i do what i like i liked i liked getting attention from people for being a cheerleader and it's acting is fun right I consider myself a sexual performance artist now.
0: Was there any indication during your high school years that you had any sort of uh, likelihood of getting into the sex worker world?
1: I... Definitely was sending around a lot of nudes. Oh, but you
0: weren't <laughs> getting banged out by the whole basketball team like Tiana Trump told us?
1: Uh, no. Like, I lived in a really small town and I no saw. No basketball
0: team, unfortunately. They, <laughs> no,
1: they do just treat sexual girls like shit, man. So mm. I waited until college to slut it up.
0: I remember I when did. I was 13 that there was a huge scandal because one of the girls got fingered.
1: I was just <laughs> thinking everybody was the just exact talking about same it. thing in middle school and like freshman year of high school. Like right. she, the devil fucking entered her or something. Yeah.
0: Like people were talking about her Like she is just the biggest sinner of all time. Cause she got fingered by this dude that we knew who was like a year and a half older.
1: <laughs> exactly. And Crazy. you know, like everybody who was saying that, like, they were just jealous or upset or that they weren't getting any action. We were talking about this the other
0: day, too, that it was crazy. Like, I remember when I was, like, 13 that, like, the hottest girls that I was going to school with that I thought were hot, they were getting picked up by dudes with cars after school.
1: And looking back, you're. Kind
0: and, of like, and, ba- and looking back at it, it's like, wow, those dudes are fucked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, those dudes were shady. Why were they, you know, 13 year olds? Yeah, you don't yeah. really notice a lot of fucked up shit until you're older, I think.
0: Yeah, I just remember thinking, like, damn, I feel like a loser. Like, I have to grow up and get money and get a car and shit because, like, otherwise. That's the only way
1: I'm gonna get pussy. Like the
0: hottest girls in my grade are like going with these dudes who are like Shut way up. out of the league. Yeah. I, I mean, didn't... my
1: first boyfriend was 19 and I was 14, and oh, my geez. parents were like cool with it. And looking really? back, he was fucking weird.
0: In Cottonwood, Arizona, that just flowed? Yeah. <laughs> Is it Cottonwood? Yeah, Cottonwood. Okay. Cottonwood. Next Wood. to
1: Cornville.
0: <laughs> really? Legit. <laughs> Holy shit. You should have been born in Cornville. That's it was a very story.
1: It, yeah, it was very it's a very rural place. I mean there's there's good and bad people everywhere, so there's great people out there.
0: No, definitely. Yeah. But when I look back at like where I grew up in New Hampshire, it feels like most of the people who really had something to offer were quite likely to get out of there as soon as they had a chance, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really lucky I went to college. That's yeah. definitely life changing. See,
0: there you go. Yeah, you sort of meet all these people from different places. If you just stay where you grew yeah. up, it's gonna oh, be God. so hard to break out of that box.
1: Yeah, I've definitely I don't know. I've grown a lot as a person in the past ten years and then mostly in the past year. So it's it's good. I like being an adult. I like growing up. I don't know why there's so much fucking shame and stigma around getting older
0: no yeah i, I think it's actually you you i mean there's a lot of uh, romance attached to the idea of being young but i definitely think i'm ha- way happier as i get older and totally. i think it's it's way easier to be at ease as you get older i think that when you're really young it's easy it's easy to romanticize those days but when i think about my teenage years when i think about my early 20s and stuff there's a lot of like Anxiety, a lot of not knowing what the fuck I was doing, a lot of like real existential dread and just like trying to figure shit out where I was like, no, I'm older. I feel so much more at peace, feeling like I've actually kind of figured out who I am in so many ways.
1: Yeah, and like not giving a fuck what other people think is like essential to living a happy life, I think. Facts. You know, surround Mm -hmm. yourself with people whose opinions you care about, you know, care about their opinions, Mm because especially in like the world we are in, you're going to listen to like thousands of people drive yourself crazy.
0: Oh yeah, it's so easy to get sucked into that Twitter, succubus of oh my eight. god! Yeah, I
1: know. Spending a one week away from Twitter is like a uh, fucking mental health. Like <sighs> you need it, you really do need it. Every Sometimes now
0: and then. I think that if I were to unfollow all the political accounts that I follow on Twitter, that my uh, happiness level would go up a little bit because there's an extent to which I just know about. So and and I've just become addicted to just reading about yeah. other people being offended by shit, and in almost all of the cases. I am not that offended or in some cases, you know, I can, I can see it as offensive, but I'm just like way less offended than the person who's offended. But I mean, it's just like a constant flow of things like, like YG did this video where he dressed up in like a sombrero and it's like a Mexican type song and shit. And the first thing that like shocked me was like, wow, like I haven't seen anybody offended by this yet. (laughs) You know, even though like, why is she's a fucking black dude fucking from the hood in L.A.? It's like obviously anyone out here, you grow up around Mexican people. And like, as far as everything I know about Mexican people, I wouldn't think that they would be the types to be offended by that video. But it's like somebody's got to do it because somebody's got to get the hits, the clicks. It's a weird like
1: environment we're in right now. We're like really obsessed with controlling everybody else's behavior. Mm. And I think I was kind of going down that path, Mm. you know, of like. You know trying to control what other people do and i've had people try and control what i do and change me as a person and it never fucking works you and i ron always ron? It, it, it just ron
0: ron yeah. i watched your video about ron ron it was that a, too like I, I
1: mean i i it's hard because sometimes you know sometimes people aren't gonna change and like the answer for him i think really was just like not letting him be around people so he can't do that to them anymore because it was kind of just like one of those harvey weinstein type things in our industry where everybody knew about him Mm. and i was told to my face multiple times like that's just what ron jeremy does
0: but okay so do you believe that he was really like crossing the line in terms of like physically touching people at shows and all that kind of stuff like where where is the line
1: so like oh he did okay yeah like i mean just taking a picture with someone i don't think that you should be putting your hand up their vagina or in their butt crack or doing that you know like that's yeah, yeah, it's unsanitary, and it's gonna make that person feel really uncomfortable, and like, you just you just shouldn't. I think that he, he had been allowed to do it for so long that it was just, it was normal to him. And right. so I don't think he saw anything wrong with it. And I think that there's amazing porn stars out there who don't do that. And so, like, why are we gonna keep this one dude? And he wasn't just doing it to porn stars. Like, if he did a signing at a sex toy store, he would do it to, really? you know, civilians. Yeah. a lot and so like I care a lot about the stigma that surrounds our industry and I think that him being that fucking like figure uh-huh. like one of the one of if not the most famous porn star you know he's in a sublime song going out there in the general public and straight up sexually assaulting people like what does that say about porn?
0: It's weird because you gotta think that like the majority of people who would ask for a photo with him is that their reaction would be like oh shucks Ron you're like so crazy you're so funny or whatever but I think you know somebody like him in this modern day environment It's like, dude, you can't be behaving like that because you're going to get called out. And then he did get called out. And it's like, hopefully, I would think that he's probably had to have been scared straight by the response he got, right? I was told
1: that... So I made that YouTube video. I was told by someone um, that they sat him down and made him watch the YouTube video. And Mm -hmm. there's you know, sexual assault, I believe, is happening in that. And he was saying, you know, I don't think anything's wrong. Mm. And so they couldn't guarantee that if they had, them at, had him at expos in the future that he would not do it anymore. Mm. And so that's still, like, I think that's the consensus right now is that he he still doesn't think he did anything wrong. And I think that we got to give people the ability to change, but if they're going to blatantly be like, Nah, I'm not fucking doing anything wrong, like, right. yo, give me another pussy, I'm going to grab it, no. even if she doesn't want me to, like... Then you're kind of liable as an expo, as a convention, to have him there. But does, if you know,
0: does he still show up at the events and the expos stuff? I'm like the stuff? Ron
1: Jeremy police. So apparently, no, I, I I'm not. I don't want to be that. But anytime he gets a job, people like want to tag me. I wish I could have a conversation with him. It's, it's hard for me because I think that uncomfortable conversations is how you actually progress as a society. Right. And now as I'm fucking a lot older, that was three years ago, maybe I would ask to have a conversation with him first before I would make that video. And that's always my approach now is to have an uncomfortable conversation. If I have the ability to talk with that person, try and talk with them or have the people close with them that they respect, maybe see where these other people are coming from. But I think that because I try and think about where the, the things that I've changed my opinion on and how people got me to change my opinion and the process they went through. And it was never trying to control me and force me to do something. It was always getting me to realize on my own, maybe I don't want to do that. Or maybe that thing that I'm thinking is wrong or my opinion is
0: yeah, I mean, it can be tough these days because so many people like want to live in their own like sort of isolated bubble where they don't totally. have to have conversations with people on other sides. And there's so many people that they they don't really feel the need to like why, why even bother to like try to find common ground between yeah. people when you could easily just like ignore them or shut them out. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a it's a weird decision, I guess.
1: Yeah, I I I'm lucky to have be able to have conversations with people like this, though. So I try to use that privilege, dare I say, to like change things in that regard, rather than just going to Twitter, which I know that some people do that because they really feel like they have no other option. But I feel like your life being and being obsessed with that your whole life, like, what do you, I. I don't know it just it seems like you're not really living your life for yourself mm. and so i'm trying to i'm trying to live my life for myself and change things that way not like being obsessed over other people's behavior
0: right do you uh yeah because i was kind of surprised when i heard that you want to be on the podcast just because i feel like i've had a lot of shit said about me and I've definitely like I've I've said things in the past that I like completely regret and everything. There's obviously a whole lot of different degrees and And levels to it.
1: Don't we all forget that we're all human and I've been put in positions and things have been said about me that are terrible. Like literally tweets are going out about me that say I let someone get raped on set for clout. That was I one of the last things. I saw a YouTube video things. about this. Yeah, and uh, I don't think that's what happened. My perspective is something totally different, and I think there's a difference between predators going out there and intentionally uh, violating the consent of people and, you know it unintentionally happening when people can still get hurt that way Mm -hmm. i think it's important to realize people can still get hurt even if it was unintentional and you need to be able to let that person apologize and admit that mistake and we're not creating that environment right you know like we're creating environment where people are never going to admit that they did anything wrong Mm -hmm. and so i think it's really important to distinguish between those two things because i've done things in the past that i regret you know and so i think it's we just can't... You got to talk to people one-on-one. You got to see them as a human. And I'm, I'm not going to believe anything I read online without talking to the person first or without doing more research right. as much as I can.
0: That's what's up. Um, yeah, what, what do you think is like the state of sort of like the level of respect on the average porn set because i feel like that is one thing that's kind of in the news a lot lately i was just seeing that like is it uh kink.com is like instituting like a consent contract where you sort of have to like fill out everything that you're comfortable with and you establish all these different boundaries so that even if you're uh, even if you're like not able to speak at that moment on camera, that you're able to still like indicate that you want to stop or whatever. Um, wh- wh- like, what's the state of affairs in that regard? You think?
1: I think uh, a lot of people have been talking about how it's improving a lot, drastically mm. in the industry. Like, consent talks or having consent talks wasn't even like a thing right, that people yeah. even wanted to talk about. And Kink is one of the companies. I guess they've been doing it for a while, but they just released their protocols to every other studio to be like, this is what we do. Mm emulate us. You know, we want, we want everything to be as safe as possible because even with all of the protocols that kink takes, I do believe there have been instances where people have felt that their consent has been violated on set. And I think it's important to remember that we're dealing with humans. We're dealing with a lot of people and their emotions. And I think always talking to the person right away when something happens is important because I do like I said I think there's a difference if someone does it intentionally and someone doesn't do it intentionally and I think especially on a porn set it's very dangerous because we're performers and we're trying to put on a good show and so like that also blurs the consent lines like oh I was being uncomfortable I was uncomfortable the whole time but I was putting on a performance right you know how is your scene partner supposed to know that they were hurting you yeah like I don't want to hurt anybody so that's why uh, more communication is just always better always more
0: communication would you say that your average scene that that you think that everything's on the up and up in terms of like how everything operates in terms of like between the male and female talent is it is it often that you feel like there's some kind of line that's like violated or some way that seems obvious to you that things could work better
1: so um i had one instance with the director where he touched us when i'm pretty sure he knew he wasn't supposed to touch us right okay And so, but other than that, I think it's been generally a good experience. And I think we're growing and learning as an industry and as a fucking society. Like, I, I, I remember after this whole Me Too movement happened, I called a girl from college and I was like, yo... I'm sorry. Remember when we were all at a party that one time and everybody was like telling me to kiss you and you really didn't want to kiss me and I got on top of you and I kissed you. Like, I'm sorry, that was fucked up. And she was like, yeah, she was like, oh yeah, I was a little uncomfortable but I don't really remember it. Like it didn't make me that upset. But I think like things like that should be more common and we should be able to be able to talk about and recognize like I was just doing that because I wanted all the dudes to think I was cool. Like, (laughs) you know, like let's talk about that shit.
0: Right damn it is crazy as fuck these days too because like all right i heard about some shit with this chick who like got her whole tv show canceled because she got drunk at an after party for the tv show and basically was like drunk and like grabbed like a girl who's working on the show and told her like i want to eat your pussy that's all she says i want to eat your pussy when she's drunk to another girl and the other girl like i don't think she conceivably could have felt like she was being threatened or as if there was any chance that this girl was actually going to try to like eat her pussy by force but still that girl knew the fucking game and she goes to the fucking network and rats her out and boom she gets like a million dollar settlement and the fucking chick gets their show canceled
1: well we're at we're i yeah like People don't want to have uncomfortable conversations. Mm. That's a lot easier. It benefits her more than to go to her and be like, look, what you said made me uncomfortable. I didn't like it when you said that to me. Right. I mean, people just don't want to do that. Mm. We're, and the internet makes that even easier.
0: <laughs> right. And I get it at the same time, like, because obviously... And
1: when you're drunk, like, you, it, it doesn't make it okay, but, like, we need to understand the situations around this. I think we are creating a better environment where we, yeah. can, we should be able to talk about these things. Definitely. We should be able to talk about these things. And... I refuse to be part of just, like, internet pylons once. I feel like until you're, like, at the receiving end of one of those, you really don't understand. And even if someone does something super fucked up, if they say something that I really don't agree with, honestly, I will reach out to them because I'm scared that they're, especially in porn, like, we're kind of ostracized from a lot of society. And I don't want people to feel ostracized from, like, maybe their last community that they feel like they can be a part of. Right. And so I don't know.
0: I feel like, you know, I agree that, like, it's it's always shocking to me the extent to which even in 2019 people feel comfortable dehumanizing, like, porn stars. Like, in particular... You would think that any subgroup of people who have a particular job who on Instagram are constantly having their fucking accounts deleted, taken down, having content removed, even if that content doesn't violate the the rules on Instagram or whatever, you would think that this would be a real cause for alarm. And like from my perspective, even though a lot of the biggest porn star chicks get their Instagrams deleted and have to deal with this shit constantly, that it's still, it's like almost impossible to make people actually feel sympathy. For porn stars because they just immediately just go to like ah she's a porn star she she deserves it yeah
1: I mean that's why I do these interviews really and I I don't want and I encourage people not to just show their sexual side on their social media show them that you're a fucking human because I know I used to uh, I used to dehumanize or objectify myself in a way if I'm only posting pictures of my pussy and I'm not showing pictures of like my dog and all these other things they're gonna think of me less of as a human right and whether or not like it takes two like and I think my message should be now, like, to sex workers, like, who gives a fuck? Mm. The more confident and amazing and beautiful you are as a human, that's how you're going to change people's minds the best way. Because I put so much emphasis on caring about, like, the stigma that surrounds our industry. Mm. But, I mean, I I really care more about empowering sex workers. But, I mean, everybody is sexual, and there is a stigma that surrounds sex in general. And I think that's what I should focus on because you focus on that stigma the one around sex work is going to be lessened too and i think hollywood has like a lot of power in how they portray sex workers Mm. you know and i think that we are changing like that cam movie on netflix like that was a very accurate portrayal of what it's like to be as a webcam model
0: okay i don't think i've seen that it's
1: like a horror movie it's interesting oh really but it's actually realistic it's Uh compared to some other shit you're like this is sensationalized so you,
0: you got into the game as a cam girl though
1: yeah i started camming on my free cams like nine years ago
0: so what age like freshly into 20. college
1: yeah i had just turned 20.
0: and I what think. was it like you, you didn't want to go get a job at walgreens so you were like Fuck it, I'm, uh I'm about yeah to.
1: i think i had lost my scholarship because i had a full ride to asu why did so, you lose it I was lazy and I was smoking weed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Respect. Straight much out, respect. I was, yeah. I was lazy and I was
1: smoking a lot of weed and I just, I was fucking around on chat roulette and like <laughs> Stickham and all those other websites. I was just doing shit for attention. And, uh, I was like, you know, those little advertisements that would pop up in the corner on tube sites. I was like, yeah, I could be that girl. I could do that. Like I'm already doing it for free. Why right. wouldn't I do it? And Were get you thought
0: around it? quite a bit your first two years of college?
1: Um, No, I had a boyfriend from college and then I got another boyfriend. But so when I tried to break up with him and he wouldn't let me, that's when my thoughting started because Mm. I was like, I'm not going to regret being with this person my whole life. So I just cheated on him a lot.
0: Right. How was that? It was was a good time. At college?
1: Yeah, in college. Like a little
0: fishbowl, though. It didn't get back to him.
1: So much sex. No, that is why I stopped (laughs) because eventually (laughs) it got back to him. One of his frat bros knew. Oh, for real? Someone that I was fucking, yeah.
0: Okay. Damn okay and so
1: he found out and, and it was so heartbroken? i just yeah i was really sad and so like i think i kept doing it for a little bit longer and then i stopped eventually
0: Are you have a boyfriend I, now though
1: no i'm single i left him we were together for like eight years and i just left him like a couple years ago to start doing porn and working with other people
0: oh so you didn't actually get into doing porn until a couple years ago
1: yeah no it's i've only been doing porn for like about a year
0: oh okay but were you just fully into the cam side of things
1: yeah it's just all camming i Make enough money doing that. Yeah. I just wanted to fuck other people. It's fun. On I camera, wanna... though? Yeah. I, well, I asked him. So we had a lot of fun, really fun threesomes in college and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And eventually I was like, I would like two penises at once. Please. And what did you say? Uh, at first he was like, How could I deny that to you? You know, you gave me all these amazing experiences. I shall
0: bring you a penis. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Find me one. <laughs> Here, eventually... look at this
0: penis I have bequeathed to you.
1: He's like, you know, why am I just not enough for you? I'm like, dude, you just can't have two cocks at once. Like, that's it. And so, you know, we just didn't see eye to eye. Greg Lansky reached out to me to shoot for Black at one point.
0: He got you into it?
1: He got me thinking about how I really wanted to shoot porn. Because uh, if Greg Lansky's reaching out to you, you're like, I must be doing something right. All right. Uh, I'm going to shoot for him eventually.
0: Oh, Okay. You don't know? think you're ready for it?
1: I want to look good, and I want to be my be- at my best when I perform What for do you
0: Greg. need to do to look at, look your best, do you feel? I
1: think I'm good now.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like no, six like, months ago, so you weren't? honestly,
1: I've, I've gotten a lot better at like just modeling my face and doing a lot of things that I feel like is essential to his level of production. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that's respectable. I've grown
1: as a performer. Definitely. I hear his days and his sets are like long. Like it's a hard, a lot of hard work for him.
0: Right, I believe it.
1: So I want to be able to, you know, you ride a dick for ten minutes is hard. Ten minutes riding a
0: dick for ten minutes is hard. You try having a boner for like six hours doing cocaine, fucking all night. That's hard.
1: As a, as an Easter bunny.
0: Yeah, I did. No, I didn't actually have to fuck for that long. That's the cool thing about filming those Snapchat shows is it's that they like, usually take like twenty minutes
1: max yeah 10 to 20 it depends on who you're yeah because if you it's get dope. 10
0: minutes of snapchat content it's like jesus christ what do you want
1: seriously yeah. and people are always like i masturbate i came after two minutes right. that's the message i get all the time no, i'm like yeah. go and now you get to watch it eight times my
0: whole life watching porn has been just like bit 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 like through the 45 minute file just like clicking through watching like all the different positions god thank god for Pornhub. they make it so easy with those little bars showing you where everything oh, changes is.
1: I need to hire someone to do that. For that me. was the
0: smartest thing that they ever did. That was that's genius.
1: <sighs> Literally, that's a job. I need someone to do for me. Yeah. Go go click where my cum shots are. No yeah. Videos. Oh
0: yeah, having the cum shot right there—that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to make it easy How is to it? get to that. How is
1: it for you, being a performer now? You're like a, a male performer. It's crazy. I don't
0: mind. It's fucking, It's so easy because it's like it's always like I'm filming Snapchat clips, so it's like 60 seconds at a time. So it's like. Even though I'm doing like the hottest shit. Also, like it's so easy for me to not nut because I just like I'll just like have sex or like jerk off like two or three hours in advance. Yeah. And then I can just go all day when I'm fucking, you know, it's like.
1: You had oh, practice.
0: I don't mind. It's annoying as shit having to get tested every couple of weeks. But
1: yeah, it is. You know, it's the worst. It's new thing. And then sometimes I live in Arizona, so they have to like ship it out. And sometimes it doesn't get there on time. So I oh. got I had to miss a lesbian yacht orgy. Wow. That's bummed. so sad. I know.
0: A yacht orgy. Who was there? Anybody uh, I know? Sabina
1: Rouge, Jill Cassidy.
0: Oh, I know Jill Cassidy, yeah. I
1: fucked her yesterday. How was that? It was amazing. I feel like I get requested to work with her more than any other person. Really? Yeah, I think it's because we look similar.
0: What do you think your fans are looking for? Because that's always an interesting question. Like when I was talking to Lana Rhodes, she told me her fans only care about her ass. She said that she got her fake tits taken out and that nobody even cared because they're just her fans are just solely obsessed with, their ass. obsessed with ass. I was like, wow, that's interesting.
1: You're right. I forget that that's like something that's people like about me. I need to focus on that more.
0: Did they like the butt?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like Howard Stern made me hate my ass growing up.
0: Really? Did oh, you watch him a lot? I did, but what did you say? He would always it? have
1: ass contests, and if the girl's ass was too big, he would like criticize her on it. Like, really? oh, she has a crease at the bottom. And I'd be like, oh, that's what mine looks like. You need a so. crease,
0: yeah? How could you and not? And that
1: would be so sad. I, I yeah. went on his show and I told him that. I was like, you literally made me self-conscious. You went on Howard Stern? Yeah.
0: Damn. How'd you get on there?
1: I, I have a publicist.
0: There. See, I need your publicist because I'm trying to get on Howard Stern.
1: Uh, you can hire him.
0: Old bastard. Yeah.
1: No, he, he's great. Legendary.
0: He is. He's the best. I remember as a kid that like that's... I remember actually that I like got the idea to like make like Jewish jokes from him. And then I like <laughs> said one around my parents and my parents fucking screamed at me and like got super mad at me and like had to explain the concept of like why that was fucked up to me and why Do it was- Do you remember the joke? No, it was just something like, something based around like the stereotype of Jewish people having a lot of money. And they were like, you know, it's it, that's a confusing thing to have to explain to a kid is like Howard Stern is Jewish so he can make that joke. You're not Jewish so you can't make that joke. And as a 13 year old, I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, Like, that's not fair. That
1: makes no fucking sense. If he can say it
0: about himself, why can't I say it about him? Yeah.
1: That's hilarious. Still doesn't
0: make a lot of sense to me. Yeah,
1: that was a cool moment. Wait, so
0: you actually got to call Howard Stern out and said, like, big butts are good?
1: Yeah. I uh, So I was booked on there for someone's bachelor party, and it was a the best ass contest. Right. And my publicist was like, you have to learn how to make your ass clap. And I was like, well, I can already do that. But we go on there. And I'm the only one that can make my ass clap. So I thought I was going to automatically win, but I didn't. Really? I was bummed. No, I, I kind of knew when this one girl walked out, the dude who was like picking, he could not stop staring at her butt. Really? So I was kind of like.
0: Did oh, she have a fire butt?
1: Yeah, it was a nice ass. It's Rochelle Ryan. Okay. So
0: it's I got nice ass. I got to get like a spreadsheet of all these porn star names <laughs> so I can get better at remembering them all. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's been a
1: couple years, man. There's right. so many of them.
0: Really? there's a lot of good asses out there. And also, yeah, the porn thing is insane because it's just like every every couple of years they're just rotating out and then there's a new girl that has like almost exactly the same name and but it's a different person and you know, it's just constantly rotating.
1: Forever. I mean, if you're good at marketing yourself, you can figure it out and last.
0: A lot of the porn girls that I like the first porn girls that I actually hung out with maybe like 6, 7 years ago they, I don't think any of the porn girls that I know now know who those girls are, you know? Like, yeah. unless you make it to, like, superstar status, it's almost like, you know, five years you down the road, been... like, nobody's just going to remember. Like, yeah, you're still on Pornhub. Nobody's watching that shit, but, you know.
1: Unless you were just, like, that one dude's crush.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. There's going to be, like, one d- one dude that still goes back to your shit, yeah. yeah. That's
1: unfortunate.
0: That is weird, right? There's so many, like, ghost porn star Twitter accounts that have hella followers that, like...
1: They don't even do porn anymore don't even
0: get updated like it's just like this weird fake identity that got left behind and now the person is like an uber driver
1: or like yeah or a <laughs> <best laughs> state
0: agent or whatever
1: that's why you gotta get your only fans up make money forever mm, do you feel
0: like that's like changed the game jason Grab oh have
1: another water holy shit! yeah here you want some of this
0: mm, i don't know we got a whole collection of waters over there right He'll know, get me one. It's okay. Yeah, no, Sorry, no, no, honestly, I don't think you got cooties or anything. Well, no,
1: I was gonna say I kind of was feeling something, so maybe.
0: Oh really? You feel like you might have something right now? Mm. <laughs> That's cool.
1: That's how I felt the other day. Really. I so I got strep throat on my very first porn set.
0: Really? The first Manuel. time you ever did I'm pretty it.
1: Pretty sure it was from Manuel too. Really. Yeah.
0: He gave you strep.
1: I don't know who else's dick it would have been. It was the only one in my mouth that day. Wow,
0: that's so yeah. shitty. Yeah. I, I mean, th- it
1: could have been worse. I mean, I had chlamydia, but only in college. I've never had it since I shot porn. Right. Back when I was slutting it up and being unsafe.
0: I never had a, a, a CD until slut. a couple of years ago, and then I got I got chlamydia, and it was pretty
1: it's it was like shit. It's like... It's just like a cold for your vagina. Yeah, it was and actually dick.
0: over so fast, but it was just such a weird feeling to realize like, oh, that like that, that's on. what that is. Like it kind of <laughs> feels weird when I pee right now and that's, that's there's like a thing inside there, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Some bacteria. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know.
0: I'm not exactly. A scientist. <laughs> just felt weird. Nah, I, I, went, I never like <laughs> let it but that's the thing is like, you know, I realized I had it within like a couple of days and got rid of it. I've heard about dudes who have it and are just letting it rock for like weeks or months, and they're just not going to get it taken care of, and they're fucking all kinds of girls. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: Uh, I'm going to say this, and I know that the dude, he's probably going to see this because I think he knows you, but this dude wanted to fuck me raw. And I told him, no, you need to get tested. He's like, no, I know I don't have an STD. I would feel it. And he also says, whenever I fuck a girl raw, I'll dip my dick in apple cider vinegar after. So that's how I don't get STDs that way.
0: I don't even believe him. I don't believe that he's actually getting a cup of apple cider vinegar. I'm not
1: kidding. This dude pulled it out. and
0: (laughs) He did it. He did it right in front of you. He pulled out the jug of it. No, he
1: pulled out like it was there at his apartment. He didn't show me. And I was just like, I kind of regret fucking you with the condom. Right. (laughs) Like if that's what you're really doing. What the fuck? And he was dead serious. I was like, oh, God. That's some hippie shit. Like apple cider vinegar does not.
0: Yeah, I don't trust that.
1: <laughs> Cure everything.
0: Do you feel like um do you feel like the Snapchat thing has like empowered women in the porn world and like made the porn brands less important?
1: Yes. I think that the future of the industry is like a bunch of individual performer brands and companies that cater to them, like hmm. only fans and fan and shit like that. Because unless you're making really high quality porn like lansky or fucking kate and cross there's not that many like do you do you watch professional stuff or do you watch amateur stuff when you watch porn
0: probably professional actually because i do have a black membership i have to admit that right now
1: dope yeah i feel like that's the one website i've been requested to work for by far the most really
0: yeah yeah you gotta get on there i get know jason love up in there
1: Oh my God, he's very attractive.
0: Yeah, you, know, you like Ruby him? Maybe
1: smalls. There's a bunch of people that I would love to work with in this the, industry. The
0: best exchange I ever had in my life, and God, I've told the story in here before. This is so lame. But uh, <laughs> I was at a Pornhub party with Trippy Red, and Jason Love walked up to me to say hi. And I was just like, yo, Trippy, this is Jason Love. You got like a huge dick. And Trippy just looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> like so offended so horrified like,
1: no it's, it's a compliment it's a compliment
0: he's like adam you are so gay what the <laughs> fuck dude no I'm like, no what? it's lit like it's that's his talent yeah. a straight
1: dude can compliment another straight dude's dick and not be gay that's how right. i'm living yep. all right or it's not pride month that's what i say
0: oh yeah pride month would be taken out if we could stop i'll tell my friends you got a nice hog bro beautiful actually to be honest i don't even i don't know what any of my friends dicks really look like and it's kind of weird to think that probably exactly yeah that's where (laughs) i was going with that it's weird to think they probably know what mine looks like
1: (laughs) (laughs) they're all comparing theirs to you yeah like oh shit they're getting intimidated when they're around you you're like oh that's why he was acting that way
0: No, but i mean you ever think about that that one of your friends might have the secret secret low-key micro penis and you just don't know about it that they're packing like an inch and a half I think Chris Long might have an Unfortunately,
1: house. I hang out with so many sex workers. I think I've seen all my friends' genitals. I'll yeah. be on Reddit and I'll be like, oh, I know that butthole. Right. Huh. I, I swear, I know so many. I could play a guessing game, a fucking porn star guessing game and guess like eight out of ten I wonder gen- if, genitals. If
0: there was like a capacity that like a butthole could work like a fingerprint, like if every butthole was <gasps> so different that you could like identify people by their butthole and that like <gasps> to me, like...
1: I think they are.
0: Right. Because every butthole's got to be different. It's just like the characteristics have of it, the seen, location of the pores might be different. Have you
1: seen the different. running
0: butthole challenge? Oh yeah, yeah, that is so crazy.
1: I feel like it's the butthole. It's what unites us all. Wait,
0: but are you talking about the videos where everybody like runs towards the camera and, and jumps jump their and like at the camera. yeah? I actually thought about asking my girlfriend not to make one just in case she had the idea to make one. I'm like, yo, I just don't know if the world needs to see that. Because I thought, briefly for a second, I thought about making one myself, too.
1: so So you thought about making one, and then all of a sudden you go to the opposite end of like, no, I need to prevent this from happening. You
0: know, just because I'm like, you know, this just, to me, this seems like a rough precedent. Like, I don't know if I want anyone to see my genitals or my butthole in that much detail. And then I started to think about my girl, and I was like... I no. bet she's gonna have the bright idea to make one. Maybe I should tell her that I don't want to make one.
1: <laughs> I think it's like the best challenge we've ever had.
0: You, did you Buck, make ice one
1: bucket? Yeah, I did. You bucket. did? Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. Shit! I now now that you mention it, because I, I only saw a couple. I think I might have seen then actually.
1: Yeah, I made I made it. I did it three times before I actually got it. Like,
0: where did you put the phone?
1: Okay, so I put all of my pillows on a bed <laughs> that's what I was thinking, and then yeah. I took <laughs> one of my like portable lights and right. I set it down and I put my phone in front of it. Because mm. the first time I did it, you couldn't see my butthole at all. It was so mm. dark. So yeah, then I did I, see, it. I
0: didn't know it was a butthole challenge because the ones that I saw didn't show much butthole. It was like all was pussy. All yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that some fan actually started hashtagging the running badge challenge.
0: It'd be cool if I did it fakie. Like ran backwards and then like, because that, that's how you're really going to see the butthole is if you hit it fakie. And just fully like extend and just like you got to have like the crazy lights and shit though so that like by the time you actually get there it's like fully like i want to see full hd quality image of my shitter
1: put something down there like slap a bumper sticker on maybe I'll rock,
0: a, I'll rock a butt plug and then take it out <laughs> seconds before actually i do it did
1: put a, a butt plug in that says a uh, respect sex workers or something and she did it and you can like freeze frame and like see it i was like wow just clapping someone did a front flip and did one i'm Holy impressed
0: shit. that's amazing front flip
1: i want to see someone like jump off a car onto a, <laughs> yeah onto a, a floating raft
0: an outdoor one where you could tell that they're Ooh. outdoor and that they're just jumping on the concrete. That was my
1: my initial one I was going to do was an outdoor one, but the only place I could do it was like by my pool cuz you need something mm. soft to land on.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the problem. It's like
1: where the fuck am I going to get a pile of
0: See, not uh, break we, my we are thinking about buying a house and being able to have our own pool and then all of a sudden it just starts to be like, wow, now we can like film sex shit just out in the yard or by the pool which right now we it's don't beautiful. we we like are an apartment complex that has a pool but, but yeah. if you did that there would probably be like okay, a fucking start old lady or. now yeah
1: save it up then when you move out release it
0: yeah what the so you load? don't get kicked out oh okay no. <laughs> no like so that's what i do like if I I you're I ever talking could, about my nut that's crazy <laughs>
1: I start hold saving
0: fucking, now i'm like it might be a couple months it's gonna months. be a lot of jist <laughs> that's that's gonna be fucking horrible <laughs>
1: No, if you film shit in your pool, like just don't release it after you move out. So you no, don't get kicked yeah. out. That's no, but I the do.
0: problem is gonna be that some 70 year old lady is gonna walk by, god forbid, like a fucking family, and they're just gonna see me just get my dick sucked. <laughs> That'd be super awesome. That's awkward. why you do
1: it at 3 a.m. after you get back from the club. No one's awake. The clear wow,
0: that's a crazy Nobody's idea, awake. too. That would be such a weird thing to get kicked out of my apartment for, though. I've
1: never gotten i ca- I've never gotten caught, man. You just get a lookout. Super simple. Right. People are people are loud.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Put yourself funny.
1: in the corner of a room. But,
0: but what about <laughs> like Adrian? Brianna Chechik uh, squirting, squirting at Dave & Buster's on the escalator.
1: That was at Dave & Buster's?
0: Right over there in Hollywood. And she told me that it wasn't that big a deal because she like knew one of the employees, and he like he told her though like if you ever come back, you're not allowed to do that again or something.
1: Okay, I thought it was like an outdoor escalator, and I was like, in L. A., it smells like piss anywhere, everywhere. So whatever. Right. But this is making it a little inside. bit more like
0: downtown. Yeah, like just do it like at an
1: outdoor place that already smells like piss. Then I feel right. like it's ethically okay. Respect,
0: David Buster's, Adriana.
1: Don't make someone else clean up your squirt.
0: Bro, this bitch pissed on my couch too. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> no she came over after the bar and you know we're all hooking up her me my girl her other friend and then all of a sudden she's just like squirting slash peeing on my couch
1: no she's the squirt master she's
0: out of control have
1: you ever made a girl squirt from eating her pussy because i have and i felt like a fucking god really yeah when it was know. happening I, I think the look on my face in the porno was like is this really happening
0: oh we have it on camera
1: yeah it oh, was my lit. first girl girl scene
0: wow and was it, but I feel like Adriana is like the type that it seems no. like it's kind of easy to make her come.
1: Okay. Slash so Slash blast the girl was just piss super slutty. everywhere. I don't know. No, I know. I don't know how some girls can, they can squirt from anal. I'm like, that's a whole nother level of, I don't know. But maybe you are on day. team anal? Yeah.
0: Okay. I've had on some. On camera.
1: Some, yeah. Okay. Butts, uh, dicks go in my butt. How's that? It's fun. How's that treating you? It's good. still. Still. Down. We're good.
0: So do you do a, a podcast or something about like sex worker stuff or no, I'm actually me? in
1: the talks to do oh, a podcast, but okay. I think it's, it's coming. It's, it's coming, coming together.
0: What are you hoping to bring to the game? What does the game need in terms of <laughs> sex worker based content?
1: I mean, I think the fucking country needs an open dialogue about literally everything. So <laughs> that's what I'm kind of down for. That's true. Any, any sort of difficult topic, I'll talk about it. I'll take the heat I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, do you think that like uh, do you think that there just needs to be like a nationwide legalization of prostitution so that we can t- create like a effective like system in which like women are actually protected and are able to do this without
1: I think that breaking the, the, law? the two things that make sex work dangerous are the criminalization that surrounds it and the stigma that hmm. surrounds it. So I think that we should be able to do whatever the fuck we want with our bodies as long as we're not hurting or inconveniencing another human being. That's Mm. the basis of what I believe. So everybody who's fighting for bodily autonomy out there should be fighting for sex work. And we want it to be decriminalized because if we legalize it, I don't necessarily trust the government to tell me when and how I can use my own body. We don't want the government coming in and forcing you to get tested every two weeks. We want you, as a responsible adult, to go out there and get tested every two weeks. We want clients to be able to choose the sex workers who they know are getting tested every two weeks i do not want sex work to be legalized because i'm so scared of what the government and a bunch of other Mm. shit is going to come in and like manipulate us so we want decrim and i think it's it's on the ballot in new york or people are writing bills for it in new york right now so you
0: think it would be better that it's just decriminalized than that it was like created like some kind of social system that that would take care of it like when you go to like amsterdam and there's like specific restrictions and there's like a committee that I helps deal with all this? I definitely think that we
1: should self-regulate. If we're going to regulate, I want to regulate ourselves. Like, you know, the past system that we all put ourselves into for adult entertainment or we all get tested through talent testing. That's something we decided to do ourselves because we're, we don't want the government coming in and telling us and forcing us to wear condoms or forcing us to do these things when we're adults. We should be able to do what we want.
0: I always think that is so interesting that the porn industry has been able to like keep regulation at bay by basically creating all these systems to sort of take care of the things that they might potentially create Mm -hmm. if they were to have. Uh, created like a regulatory body. a lot body. of
1: libertarians in the porn industry because right. they have experienced uh, successful self-regulation like that. So they believe that the whole country could do it, which yeah. eh, in theory...
0: Shout out to Spiegler. He was saying he's a libertarian when he was on here the Spiegler's other day.
1: Spiegler's great. I mean, he's the only agent I ever considered going with. I'm independent, so uh-huh. I book my own stuff. But I mean, he's he's the best of the best he creates stars and but i mean at the same time all of his girls do a lot of, lot a lot of porn i don't know if that was how much porn i wanted to shoot
0: really you don't shoot that much.
1: No. Or you did not want to be on I that shoot, seven
0: day a week schedule.
1: There's no way I could handle that. Really? I shot two scenes in one day, and I was like,
0: <laughs> like if you want to hook up with a Spiegler girl, it is so goddamn difficult because they like are he's, he's just got them working so booked. much Solid. that it's like you get you, you get put on like a two month fucking schedule or to, to do a fucking Snapchat collab or whatever, <laughs> or they going to be home by seven thirty or whatever.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he he doesn't fuck around. He's funny, too.
0: Oh, man, His podcast was one of the most fun ones it's I've ever hilarious. done. It's just so fascinating. I, I was taken aback by him because it's like a dude who... The way he talks about his girls is just, like, completely the opposite of how I imagine the average agent would be. It's like he was talking about this big extended group of his daughters, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that since he doesn't get his money and his income source directly from the girls, like, he made his money somewhere else, he's not, like, dependent and trying to push Mm. them and put them in scenarios compared to other agents. Right. And I think he has such a small number of them, it's a lot easier harder for him to forget that they're people. Right. I think that's where a lot of the problems with these other agents come from, is they have so many girls, they forget that they're dealing with people, mm. they forget what so-and-so said she didn't want to do, incest, still sends her to sex. And if you were so. a
0: real capitalist, and you had a business like his, what would you do? You would hire a bunch of people, and you would try to like basically take over the game, and you would have, you know instead of 30 or whatever, you'd have like 300, and you'd have all these different people working yeah. for you, but, but then you, know, you would lose a lot of the personal touch. It would be much, much harder to make to keep the same values as you grow like that Ben he kind of avoids that by keeping it very, very tight.
1: He's so exclusive yeah. it's like an honor to become a Spiegler girl, you know
0: What's it like being independent and not having an agent? Do you have problems with it? are you able to deal with it just because you're sort of business minded and then a lot of girls can't because they're maybe a little bit more.
1: I think immature. you gotta you gotta realize that how important networking is because people that have met me face to face hire me a lot more. I think my personality is what part of what makes me attractive. Yeah. So sending them a picture of me isn't really gonna necessarily maybe get them to hire me. So uh-huh. going to these parties and these expos and stuff like that is really key to like actually getting booked. Yeah. So it's just like any other Fucking business though like networking how many people get gigs through networking
0: oh yeah 80%. 100%. like i wasn't
1: i was in the future business leaders of american high school really and so i, I little really, did they know, I know. the business, what business of was i going to be leading yeah, yeah. no I, I i do use all of those business things that i learned every day in this industry because it is a business and it took me a while like it, the money kind of just came so easy to me that i wasn't really taking it seriously like a business And I have been this past couple of years. So I feel like I'm only maybe like two years old. Right. (laughs) Because I've actually only been taking it seriously for the past two years.
0: Right. No, yeah. I mean, like in terms of just the personal relationship thing, that's so true. Because in the rap game, I see it all the time where an artist comes out for the first time and they're popping and they start getting booked for shows and stuff. But if you actually like take a little bit of extra energy to really like make sure that your relationship to the promoter or the people that are like helping you out in each different area actually likes you enough, it's like they could book anybody any fucking night of the week you know they're just handing out money it's like if you if you like actually make them like you then and also i know a bunch of artists who have basically like they weren't like blackballed out of the industry but basically have like gotten themselves blacklisted by being so unprofessional and just not showing up oh, and, and the venues or the the, the the festival promoters basically just feel like why would we fucking support this dude like he's not as popular as he was a year or two ago and he's a pain in my ass and I just don't want to deal with him he fucked us over this one year you know there's, dude, these, these festivals are like companies who book you and I'm sure that the porn world and the strip club feature dancing circuit etc are all the same where it's like very easy to make yourself like unlike that people just won't want to book you
1: you can get so much further just being a nice decent human being like yeah. they're you're dealing with humans why would they want to go the extra mile for you if you're being a bitch
0: yeah definitely but
1: then i mean there's kind of like a monopoly on our industry so if you get in with like some certain companies like i do hear a lot that if you you can kind of be shit right (laughs) sometimes as a porn star in the porn
0: world you can be a total psychopath and a huge bitch (laughs) but if you're really hot or if the fans really like you it can definitely give you a lot of leverage Yeah, yeah because
1: i mean you're just doing a scene it's not like it's too much in depth of who you are
0: do people come up to you in public and know who you are, and I'm like, yeah. I jerked off to you last night.
1: I get, I get a, a couple interactions in person, maybe like once month. I'll get like four people coming up to me, but uh, most of the things I get is people will message me on Snapchat and be like, "Did I just see you at the grocery store?" Uh-huh, yeah. Or my boyfriend just saw you at the grocery store, <laughs> yeah, or something yeah. like that. Because I feel like it's kind of a we- like if someone comes up to you and they recognize you, it's like, "Oh, I watch your podcast." Right. They come up to me in to the say. grocery store. It's like, "Hey, I masturbate to you."
0: <laughs> I looked at your vagina so last like, week. I was yeah. staring right at it. <laughs>
1: and uh, while. Well, well, I will never make that awkward. Like I, I think it's totally dope, but hmm. I, I can understand how that would be a little intimidating. Like a lot of the time I live in Arizona, so there's not a lot of like celebrities out there. Right. So it's weird.
0: That's interesting, yeah. <laughs> like the 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 porn star thing probably holds a little bit more uh a little bit more clout there. Oh yeah. You, you didn't start out as like a tilted kilt waitress. Some girl was telling me that the other oh day, that that God. was her entry into the porn world was tilted kilt.
1: My last, okay, so before I got into camming, uh, I applied to be a sex uh, at a sex toy store, and then as a nude art model at Arizona State and at Hooters. Mm. So I was trying to do something sexual.
0: Hooters is like the strip club breeding ground, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it you is, only you have, get a taste of that money. just take your
0: pants off, boom, you're a stripper.
1: You're halfway there.
0: You're pretty close, yeah.
1: I mean, are Hooters waitresses sex workers? (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's a good tweet. Um,
1: I know, right? Oh no, I,
0: I remember that when I was in um, high school, that there was a chick who was a uh, substitute teacher who also worked at Hooters, and it was a big controversy. I think they, yeah. they fired her or something, Jesus and it was this whole Christ. thing.
1: Christ, and that's what I'm talking about. Like I say, the stigma that surrounds sex work, but that's literally such a small part yeah. of it. You can be a bikini model. This
0: was like the year 2000, so like uh. I, th- I feel like working at Hooters now has been like mostly destigmatized. But uh, I think we're, I don't know. Thank
1: you happy was it happy gilmer or big daddy big daddy he's like making fun of that chick for working at hooters the whole
0: movie you know like <laughs> respect to hooters but there is something a little bit like condescending about wearing that shirt and like and that just that whole outfit and shit it is kind of yeah this weird fucking little orange
1: like shiny orange <laughs>
0: that outfit tights. was designed for white girls with no ass to just like fucking make it look like you're looking at something a little bit better than what you're really I looking think at they're
1: so tight if you have an ass it like will like literally compress it
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, if you're banging the Hooters off, it probably goes a long way. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but when's the last time you went to Hooters?
1: Uh, it's been a while. It was it's like college while. guy friends that dragged me along, I think,
0: yeah. to watch
1: a game or some shit.
0: Yeah, I used to go there to watch like UFC fights and shit. Or they would have these like tater tots that were like loaded with all kinds of shit.
1: You're like, no, babe, I want to go to Hooters for the tater tots, I, I swear. I want the fried pickles, yeah. I swear the tater tots. I'll be tats. going to Hooters
0: trying to pull a threesome out the Hooters. Like, you just start, like, talking to the waitress and shit. Like, fucking just... What about her? That's <laughs> Oh, man. Hey,
1: that's a, that's a porn scene idea right there.
0: There it is. But Hooters probably wouldn't want to get involved in the game, don't you think?
1: eBay. Used Hooters uniform.
0: There you go. You get cease and desist for putting that on your private snap.
1: I would... I dare you.
0: Come I on. dare you, Hooters. That's come, so true. Come for me. There's actually a scene in the office where Michael Scott defends Hooters because Angela do you watch the office? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Okay, so Angela refers to Hooters as a Hooters strip club, and Michael says like, hey! Hooters is not a strip club and he looks at the camera and says like it's a family friendly restaurant with over 400 locations nationwide (laughs) or some shit like that and I just thought that like Michael Scott standing for fucking for Hooters Hooters is just like the coolest that's that's so him
1: that's wholesome you can
0: learn a lot about life from what Michael Scott likes because there's one episode too where Michael Scott just says he goes like oh yeah he goes I love Fear Factor really big fan of anything Joe Rogan does and I thought I'm like oh my god that is the illest little little like tightly done Joe Rogan shade because if Michael Scott is like saying that he's into Joe Rogan that's the writers saying that they think Joe Rogan's kind of corny
1: it's a very crazy you're right it is like a very complicated brand. anything
0: michael scott likes is like that the writer it's is telling you that this is the lamest shit on Esparo. earth yeah. yeah yes he loves sparrow pizza the, lo- the, worst, the pizza worst pizza on pizza. earth yes
1: you're like that joe rogan you're the Sparrow. <laughs>
0: pizza. i'm gonna go get my favorite local pizza spice <laughs> some shit like that or, I mean, he, he, amazing he goes on vacation nice. to sandals jamaica you know
1: <laughs> he would what ah. else, what else would Michael Scott do?
0: So much. He drives a uh, what is it a a, a breeze. What is it? <laughs> a Sebring. A Sebring. Yes. <laughs> so much.
1: I had a, my my friend like she had a grandma and she would drive us in that same car. So really? whenever I think of Michael Scott, I'm like a fucking grandma car. <laughs> Damn, that's <laughs> He's hot. Even recording. You're that's into hot. gills.
0: I, yeah.
1: I I mean, I swear to God, I'm never going to stop making porn. Really? It's so easy to, I mean, at least nude pictures of myself or like just documenting the sex I'm already having. Like, I feel like I was thinking about this last night. You and Lena are like the most authentic online personalities because you actually show that part of your lives too. Yeah. I was thinking about that like there's like you guys show all a lot of you show all of your life except for that part it's actually and you weird guys show that part
0: because we now like there, we had threesomes with so many hot porn chicks and stuff before we started filming them yeah and when I think about it now I'm like damn like you left a lot of money on the table by not filming that that night
1: I, I mean that's what I feel about every nude picture I took from like 18 <laughs> to 20
0: <laughs> yeah where are they yeah and, no. and why like you just you didn't monetize it damn
1: oh no all of my I just found a bag of panties from like high school so i started selling those really yeah
0: i feel like that about when i see a girl post if you see a girl posting hot photos on instagram now and she doesn't tag fashion nova or pretty little thing or whatever then it's almost like well what are you what are well, you what even are doing you, like why are you why posting are you this like all these other businesses are monetizing their fashion nova posts you're not like it's almost kind of like like w- then why even post a photo like you know, it would be like putting a show on TV, but there's no ads on the show. It's like, why would you? To me, it makes sense. Like, okay, let's let's like watch a show with no ads. But to the company, it makes no sense. Like, the whole point is for us to make money by putting advertising next to the show. That's
1: every sexy girl who's not doing like Snapchat or OnlyFans, because you know, right? We're all trading nudes. Yeah, I mean, I was at least growing up
0: it is weird when you see it like we met this girl on the street the other day who just lives on the east coast and she just like for some reason told us right away that she had 600,000 followers and we were like why and she which is actually that's kind of fucked up we we're like why and she was like probably my ass and I'm like oh okay like she, she like had a nice ass we looked at her Instagram she it's had like, an amazing oh, ass her- on Instagram I, I mean I didn't see her naked or anything so I don't know How different it was like you know and I mean it looked pretty good in real life and it looked amazing on Instagram and I was just thinking I'm like it's kind of weird because she doesn't like have like OnlyFans link or whatever link in her bio I wonder if she does have a private snap and she's just super low-key about it or I wonder if she's just because i just started thinking right away i'm like oh i i could get this girl to start private snap you know like she's just totally she's, she's ready to go like she's
1: like 95 like percent of the way because they're.
0: she's got she's poking her booty out on every single photo on instagram dudes it's are, like you're so close
1: dudes are all they're still jerking it too yes like dudes are looking at going specifically to her instagram to jerk their dicks off to come every yeah. day and she could be making money from and it. And if That's she realized weird. that even if
0: she has 600,000 followers on Instagram that she could probably, without question, if she started a private snapshot tomorrow, could be making more than she could make at any mm-hmm. job that she could totally. have right now. 10,
1: gra- ten grand easily. Right. Because
0: 10 grand is kind of the line because it's like you, you don't go to college and then get a job where you make more than 10 grand a month. Mm-hmm. It's like almost impossible if you really think about it. People who make more than that either like start businesses or you become like doctors or lawyers. You have to start your own practice, whatever. So it's like. You know, someone with 600,000 followers could probably hit 10 grand pretty quickly, and that's kind of crazy to think about, yeah.
1: Money on the table.
0: Money on the table. Bitch, get get yourself a private snap. It's (laughs) hard for me
1: not to... It's really hard for me not to encourage every single person in the world to do sex work, but I don't want to dilute the market. I would like to see a
0: senator or, like, you know, a congressman have a private snap.
1: I mean, there's... I'm pretty sure AOC is probably sent a good picture too.
0: <laughs> Holy shit, that's crazy to think about. Because I mean, she was like a teenage girl, like, like not my that long age, ago. Right. Yeah. So
1: I mean, it's and I think the whole thing is like we need to st- take that control away from the bad people and stop mm. letting them use this shit to control us. Because like, if we let the fucking government come into our bedrooms and regulate what we can do with our bodies between right. two consenting adults, I think that's insane. And it just like lets us allow them to control us and. So many other fucking ways. So
0: this morning I forgot about this, but this morning I wake up, I look at Twitter and I'm shocked because I just see a post where Bella Thorne posted fucking photos of her nipples and shit, and I'm like, What the fuck is she doing? And then I read the post and she's basically like has a hacker who got all these naked photos of her and was trying to extort her for money to leak the photos and it's not. And so she's
1: just like it's the, just her
0: chilling with her shirt off. It's just not anything like that. Dad, did she like,
1: release them to? Like, she
0: released it so that he couldn't release it, and I was—I had a lot of respect I have for so that. So much
1: respect for yeah. her. Yeah, she's like a very authentic sexual person, and right. I respect that.
0: And like, what what is like? She's got all kinds of sexy photos on the internet. It's just like kind of crazy. I, I appreciate the fact that she kind of like took it in, into West. her own hands. Like fuck it. Like I know I look good. I'm fucking. You see every part of my body except the fucking, the fucking one inch here, here, and this tiny quarter. little sliver of vagina and the butthole in the back. I guess. And
1: explain it to me.
0: Explain why? to me why is such a big deal that you could be completely naked, but if you cover these little tiny parts, then you're not naked. It doesn't let's make get, any sense. I always
1: say, like, let's get male nipple pasties and pass them out to chicks and just put those over your nipples. Right. And then are we good yeah. now? Because it's a man nipple.
0: I'm offended when I see a man's nipples on social media. Like, I think we should have an overall ban on all nipples, including cats. Uh, <laughs> cat my, nipples. And, I look uh, at my cat from the bottom side and you got like eight utters. of those things. I'm like, you're disgusting.
1: You're a disgusting whore.
0: You just let that hang out.
1: I I slut shame everyone equally including my
0: cat including my cat my cat probably got feline aids too <laughs> as far as I, I mean I know. who
1: doesn't I feel like <laughs> I feel like so many cats have herpes I feel like I've heard that from so many people really that's a thing is it cat herpes
0: see god I'm so glad if I caught my cat with a herpes I'd be so bummed out
1: no it's cool just go take your what is it Valtrex Tony? I don't know if they're selling it cat over trucks. the counter Abreva. I've never had a cold sir but I don't know you never had it no
0: I went to I'm Australia. I'm really hydrated,
1: though, because the thing yeah. is, like, you can have herpes inside of your system, and it's just not active Right. if you're taking care of yourself. That also means you're not going to pass it on to someone. Well,
0: I, I don't have herpes, but, but I went to Australia, and I got a fucking weird sore on my lip. And then as soon as I left Australia, it went away. And I went to the doctor right away and got tested for herpes again, and I didn't have it. But it's something about that dry heat that made my fucking lips start doing anytime weird I shit. Any time I get
1: a zit anywhere close to my mouth, i Oh, I'm that's like, the worst, yeah.
0: You're walking Whatever. around looking
1: I'm just like, yo, just don't make out with me.
0: No, am going to pop this with your fucking teeth. <laughs> with your
1: teeth yeah. popping videos. Ew.
0: You're not into that?
1: My sister is, and she tries to get me to watch them all the time, and I'm like, I'm going to go in the other room so I don't vomit.
0: I haven't had a staph infection in a long time, but when I did, squeezing all the goop out of that was the best.
1: It's only satisfying if it's coming from yourself. I don't understand the the satisfaction in watching it from someone else. It just grosses me out.
0: I feel that yeah, like
1: myself, I'll stand in front of a mirror for hours and destroy my skin.
0: Right. like I will inhale my own farts for hours, but like if I walk into <laughs> no a bathroom one ever and some that. if I walk Your into farts a bathroom are
1: disgusting. my farts are fine.
0: If I walk in a bathroom and somebody took a shit fifteen minutes before, I'm
1: like
0: like a candle but but I could easily sit in the bathroom with my own shit just completely clouding up Same. the whole room
1: It doesn't smell bad. it's
0: fine. I don't care. At least you admit letter. it. Yeah. No, totally. That's actually that's my scarlet letter is everyone that,
1: likes their own brand, isn't that what they say?
0: Yes. Any like, but any girl who who sleeps over <laughs> It's like I'm farting in my sleep. Like my girl told me you like, "You
1: can't the, control the, it the, the though." The day like...
0: I met her, the first night she slept over, boom, I was farting like crazy in my sleep. She saw she's like, "I was snuggled up on you, you're like farting right on my leg and shit." So it's like, any girl that I'm going to be seeing on any level you're is going to figure preparing it out. For that. I don't think I fart that much during the day, but apparently during the night it goes you just crazy. You save
1: them up yeah. <laughs> for your dreams.
0: <laughs> anyway, you got anything you want to promote? What are you up to?
1: Uh, not really. You can f- Follow me on Snapchat at Banksy.69. You're Banksy. (gasps) (laughs) Breaking news. (laughs) That would be, no. He's my favorite artist. They are my favorite artist. I'm assuming it's a man.
0: I assume it's a collective. (gasps) Right? That's cool. I don't know. I did not thought about that. I mean, I I think that's why they can't really, like, identify it as being one person. Because even if they do catch one, like... It yeah. would be too easy to operate it as a collective. You know, why do the dirty work yourself, even if you're the guy coming up with the ideas? If you're the guy coming up with the ideas, you're going to have somebody go put it up. The reason think it's a
1: collective is because I feel like people are really bad at keeping secrets.
0: That is I feel a like good the point. more
1: people you fucking involve, the more likely. But, That's
0: a very good point.
1: But he still does have a team, like you know, like the whole Sotheby's thing that he happened? hires like
0: uh, PR companies and shit at the very least. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess you can do everything over the phone these days. It's not like you need to fucking ever meet with someone in person.
0: I'm gonna start my own Banksy type project. Yeah. Nah, you can't monetize Let's it. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. You <laughs> can't. I mean, you, you could. It's just more long term, you know. That would be cool, though.
1: Yeah, I'm all I'm all about least amount of effort. Most we thought
0: about of. hiring like. Graffiti kids to uh, like go put up stuff of like our logos all over the place and shit, but that's kind of scary too because like Lawyers. yeah, like what if the the city decides that I'm liable and then I decide oh great I have to hire a lawyer and pay him a ridiculous amount of like, money to fight this? You could
1: probably just like um suggest it. People do it on their own.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Oh
1: wow! Look, I found this really cool new jumper. Oh uh, no, jumper graffiti <laughs> right here. Wow! I'm gonna give him a free something.
0: Well, that's the whole thing. Don't you feel like the cops just don't have the resources to like investigate anything? Because I, I know so many people oh who like God. pretty like blatantly like sell drugs on Instagram and shit, and it just doesn't yeah. seem like the cops even have the resources to do anything about it.
1: Why and why should they fucking spend their time and energy? Yeah. Go, fuck, fuck, focus on violent criminals but if you were in which exactly that's what that's what it is is that they're
0: not fighting for turf when there's like murders and shit associated with drug dealers (laughs) that's when they get interested yeah Yeah.
1: someone i know they're like yeah i put all my prices up on snapchat i'm like i was thinking is that the smartest thing but like
0: Mm. but i mean i know people who like sell coke at bars in hollywood for so many years and it doesn't even ever seem to occur to them that there's anything that could happen if
1: you lay low yeah, and you don't fuck with the but wrong But if you cop. kill
0: someone for trying to sell coke at that same bar as you, then you're in trouble.
1: I think that's maybe justified.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess.
1: I guess murder.
0: Well, it's like you could be, you could sell pussy too, like, but and then, like, you know, it, until you take it to a grand scale, like, if you if you kill no, one of true. the dudes that you're selling pussy to, then it could be an issue.
1: Undercover? No, I mean, I. It sucks though, because like girls have gotten uh recently like reprimanded coming back into the country and stuff so i think that i've heard about that it's too. it's getting weird out there really? i don't think i think socially we're like kind of growing and then for some reason there's like a lot of pushback there's like organizations that are they literally are trying to like get rid of porn which is just seems like such a waste of time and energy
0: yeah like that's crazy. it's gonna
1: go away or something
0: it ain't going nowhere if anything if- <laughs> imagine if everybody who wanted to watch porn had to be on the dark web and shit
1: the dark web would get popular real quick
0: you get your door kicked in for like watching just like a regular old fucking jenna or jameson no. movie or something
1: <laughs> yeah let's not go towards handmade stale territory people no, that's leave people alone let them fucking do whatever they want in their house as Facts. long as they're not hurting people let me do drugs let me do mushrooms let me do whatever i want
0: yeah we should go to denver and do mushrooms legally
1: i oh my god isn't that dope though
0: this is a good step yeah
1: psilocybin for life it's been too long when's the last time you did shrooms
0: oh the same thing it's been a while but i've been thinking about doing it again soon yeah yeah
1: i watched the goonies last time
0: really i still I watched never seen the that. goonies
1: on tv and the commercials were more entertaining <laughs> than the fucking show
0: people get so mad I when like, i say that i've never seen the goonies
1: i mean hey i don't know how means. i've been
0: avoiding it either to be honest
1: it's a pretty good movie yeah you don't you ever watch it from the 80s or the 70s and you're like oh yeah now i know why it's a cult classic it's a really, really? fucking good movie
0: i feel like it's kind of like the opposite reaction like the other day we were like playing a bunch of video games from the 80s and i'm like these are all terrible like video games like modern day are a million times better Pong. than this yeah
1: Let's no, go play Tetris. I'm a some Tetris pong. addict,
0: but I play Tetris for the Nintendo Switch now. And like when I go play Tetris, Tetris for Nintendo Tetris now, I'm just like. Tetris is dope
1: though. And then like you're like just thinking about Tetris for like hours after you I playing. I have the problem
0: where Tetris is stuck in my brain and I'm constantly like, I have Tetris scenarios like replaying in my brain all the time it's not that bad right now because i've been playing for the past week but if i like put in like like sometimes a podcast i want to listen to will come out and i will sit there for two hours and play tetris and listen to the whole podcast and then afterwards i just have the ghost blocks in my head
1: going all i did that with grand theft auto i think i do that with anything that really? i do like a lot league of legends is like one game that i play a lot you do just oh think wow interesting all the time
0: wow yeah. Yeah, no. Brains I, are weird. A lot of video games I've been like that. When I was an on online poker dude, oh my God. Oh God. I was just, I would be sleeping and it would still <laughs> be like. Thinking about it. Yeah, the hands would be playing in my head without me trying. But I mean, that's the scary. The
1: ghost one, that's like the perfect description because you do see the outline right? in your when head.
0: You, when you don't feel like you're in control of your own thoughts, what? it can be really fucking scary because like you just. it's a compulsion. Yeah, it's like I'm addicted to fucking heroin. Like you, if you're a heroin <laughs> addict, it's, you don't control it. Your body's I curing say, it. Like,
1: addiction is part habit. You had to get like I yeah. always get myself. I'm I'm an addict, yeah. so I've gotten myself into those addictions. They don't just happen. No. Yeah. You have to do something enough. Repetitive. You have to times. like it enough to do
0: it enough that you get on the fucking yeah. treadmill. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anything is fucking addicting. So quit trying to get rid of porn. Mm. People are addicted to cheesy potatoes too.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Have
1: you ever seen those like weird addiction?
0: Oh yeah, the cheesy potato. Yeah, I did you see that. <laughs> That's funny. No, this is a big part of me that like just. Wants to just eat cheesy potatoes and shit all the time, yeah, or like
1: the Irish fat salz or
0: whatever. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I would love to eat every day that I really should. I not. I just can't. No, yeah, I'd look terrible. I'd look like Donald Trump in no time. No, thank you. All right, um, it was nice having you on the show. Yeah, appreciate it. Was great talking it. We didn't even you. smoke, but it was still like this high-ass conversation because I was so high from before.
1: Yeah, I actually got high before we came to. So you did. We can smoke now.
0: Okay, there you go. We internalized the Kush.
1: Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Ginger
0: Banks, go find her on Pornhub, on Apple Music, on Spotify. Just
1: Google me, bitch. Google it.
0: (laughs) She's probably shadow banned on Google. (laughs) Uh, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Appreciate you.